Is this for me? This is lovely. Well, I'm glad you like it, because I picked it all up myself. I don't know if I can accept this. Why not? Because you spent far too much. All right, well, then I'll take a couple of things back. <laughs> Wait, not that one. What? Daphne, would you please just take the damn basket? Well, what are you getting so cross about? Well, why? You can give me a gift, but I'm not allowed to give you one back. Oh, so that's the only reason you gave me this? Yeah, that's the way it works. And that's from Fraser. It, it makes me laugh. I love that scene. And, you know, when you give gifts to family or friends, you wonder what is... Uh, they w- might wonder, what is your motive? You might wonder, what is their motive? Did I give them the right gift? And you might stress over it. Gift giving is tricky business. And you really need to know the person. Uh, in our my own family, If we usually are very open with one another. I say usually because there are always those times you don't say what you really feel about a gift. Uh, But typically we'll just say thank you very much and I think uh, it's not quite my style or um, this isn't the type of jewelry I wear. And then somebody else in the family might say, oh, I love that. Can I have that? And everybody's happy. So it's much better to be open with gift giving. It's much better to know whether your partner likes gifts, what type of gifts they like, and that takes a lot of communication. I'm Dr. Ellen, and not just your partner with your family too. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. You can give me a call now, toll free, 1 877 Dr. Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions, and although it's not therapy, it gives you an opportunity to call in and get some tips that could help you. And right now, I want to welcome George to the show. George, your brother moved across country? He did. Yeah? yeah. And what would you like? What would you like some help with? Yeah, I was just wondering if you had any advice on how to keep our relationship strong. Um, we moved just a few months ago, um, and I was just hoping to hear some tips. I'm not talking to him as much as I used to. Um, what do you think is going on with that? I'm sorry? What do you think is going on with that, that you used to talk every day, and yeah. now there's a little distance? Yeah, he has a new job and sort of a new life, and I'm very proud of him, but, uh, you know, I just... You just what? I just miss him. Oh, you um, just miss him. I didn't yeah. hear that. Okay. Um, yeah, he has a new job out there, and he has a uh, you know a new bunch of friends, and uh, you know. Okay, his and life is moving on, and mine is staying the same. Okay, so if that's always an awkward situation when you've got an imbalance like that. And partly, you need to grieve the loss. And it's not that you lose your brother, because you'll always have whatever good is in your relationship. You guys will always have that, and you'll still have a connection. And you both need to grow. And you seem reasonable about it. You seem like you're understanding that, you know, it's a new job. It's a new life. He's excited about it. And we won't be best buddies the way we were for a period of time, you know, talking with each other daily. Uh, what's? How old are you? I'm 22. You're 22. Uh, and he's how old? 26. 26. And you were really, really close as, you were, as brothers? Yeah. Yeah, we both lived in the city, um, in the same city for, um, you know, forever. Um, yeah. And then he moved away. Okay. Uh, what advice have you given yourself to help you through this? Yeah, I mean, I, just what I said is, you know, just remembering that he is starting a new job and he has, you know, all these exciting things happening for him and I'm just very happy for him. Okay, um, yeah. 
But, you know, for me, it's a little bit harder. <laughs> okay. So what I'm saying is it's perfectly fine for you to grieve some of that connection as long as you can hold the context that he's always going to love what he loves in you. He's always going to have those feelings towards you, that close feeling. You know, assuming that nothing big happens between you, but I'm assuming you've had a stable relationship for a while. And so you will have that to lean on. And I can, every parent goes through this. You know, many times siblings can't wait to get away from each other. So you guys are so lucky that you've had a close connection. And so you want to cherish that. It'll be there for a lifetime, most likely. Parents go through it. When my daughter became a teenager... We had, we had been very, very close. She becomes a teenager, and what happens? You can guess. Yeah. She told me, she said, Mom, I wanted to just be with my friends. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to basically be on my own. She decided to go to school. Well, she went in a little bit in our backyard, but then she went across country. I'm in Rhode Island. She went to California. And so we would talk, we would, you can Skype, you can talk, you can chat, you can video chat, you can send each other short little text messages so you don't feel like it's a big phone call. I mean, that's how we did it. I would, she, I felt like we kept our closest connection just by a very short, funny text, upbeat, (laughs) not something like, how are you doing? Because that's kind of a heavy Right. You know, and it's kind of, it's like, what do they want to know? Do they want to know about uh, work or friends? Or it's just like a vague thing. But if I sent her a funny picture or something I know that would tickle her funny bone or something interesting or something like I just microwaved eggs and they splattered on the ceiling, you know, she would, it, it was just sharing moments and keeping that, that connection together. And she could not wait after a few years. Maybe it was seven years, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm ballparking it here. To get back to the East Coast. And she's back to the East Coast and she visited this weekend. So realize that uh, when you have a bond like that with your brother, it'll go on for your life. And it, it'll ebb and flow, but it's still a very close connection. So con- kudos to both of you for having that. What can you do for yourself now that your brother is spreading his wings a bit? I think mean, just the same as what I've been doing, I guess. Um, and just sort of remembering that, you know, he has his own life now. I have my own life. We always had our own lives. It's not, you know, right. <laughs> we, we're, we're adults and, you know, grown up. But, um, yeah, just sort of being happy for him and keeping in touch but not being, I guess, sort of not on in- top of him. Right, not intrusive, not needy, right. not guilt-inducing. Why don't you call me? It's like the guilty mother, you know, the right, mother exactly. that's inducing guilt. I haven't heard from you lately. Right. Can't you pick up the phone? Is it right. that hard for you? You know, you no, don't want that. Right. So, and he may just need to get away from the family context. It may not be you so much as the whole family context. If mom's got a tinge of that type of uh, a coping strategy, you know, if she's having difficulty letting go a bit, right. And you want to be able to 
get your independence too because that's that psychological independence being on your own a bit my son did the same thing he was on his own a bit and we are so close and they are their own people both my kids and that's what you want to see your brother grow and man you want to do the same for yourself in spades not as retaliation not as a neediness thing but because it's your life and if you could have a good relationship with your brother like that guess what that tells me about you yeah. what about you I don't I don't know do you think you have the ability to have that with someone else? Yeah. yeah. If male or female? Right. So it, you can use that as a foundation for yourself, George. That it is your life. And you want, whether, do you like the job you're in now? Uh, not so much. Okay, no. so that would be an area to focus on. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, he has very happy and I guess I'm not in my job so maybe that's part of it too okay so that's what what an eye opener just to say I think that's a piece of this it's not the whole piece you don't want to diminish the fact that you guys were close buddies and always will be you're temporarily a little separate but if if you can focus on the new job that will be good new friends maybe and all you need is one new friend you don't need a, I mean you might have a few new friends but really it's you know one or two you don't have to have a a collection of them to make yourself that happy right yeah so listen i wish you the best you can text him funny things you can keep <laughs> connected and you'll get a feel from him there's like he'll He'll give you feedback. I usually say to my daughter, good time, bad time, meaning is this a good time to talk or not? And she'll say bad time. And we're so cool with that. She'll do that with me too. So you just respect one another's minds and keep the friendship alive. I'm doc- thank, thank you so much, George. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. You can pick up the phone and call me now. Toll free, 1-877-D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. 